0: listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for Colorado Gardener. My name is Christy McGowan. Your Complete Guide to Indoor Plants. How to Keep Them Happy, Healthy, and Green. By Kathy Garrard and this is from ReadersDigest.com Whether you're a doting plant parent or a newbie with a brown thumb, this guide to indoor plants will help you coexist happily with your lovely leafy roommates. Some people are convinced they're born with a brown thumb, but the truth is anyone can become a successful plant parent. Not only is it possible to make your indoor plants flourish, but taking care of them can also be fun. Once new indoor gardeners have a better understanding of where a plant should live, how to water it, and how much light it needs, that will boost their confidence that they can make them thrive, says horticulturalist, Anil Chandra Kumar, a garden coordinator with the New York City Parks Department. In fact, when that happens, you may even end up thinking that houseplants are better than dogs. Really? Of course, houseplants spruce up your space, but they also make your home a better place. Air-purifying plants can help improve your air quality. An indoor herb garden can add flavor and nutrients to your meals. And flowering plants can perk up your mood instantly. You can even grow medicinal herbs to help relieve common ailments. Plus adds Chandra Kumar, having nature in the room with you makes you more connected to the outside world. Whether you're a newbie looking for low maintenance indoor plants or low light houseplants that are easy to keep alive, or you're a more advanced gardener who wants to expand your knowledge, you're in the right place. From the basics of plant watering and the best places to buy plants online or how to decorate with plants, maximize space with vertical gardens, and get rid of pest infestations, we've got all the advice you need to keep your plants happy for years to come. The best house plants for every space and situation The best indoor plants are the ones that suit your aesthetic preferences and aren't too difficult to maintain. That's going to look different for everyone, and it's all part of the indoor gardening adventure. Indoor plants come in all sizes, shapes, and even colors, but not every plant works in any spot or for everyone's personal situation. Here's what you need to know about these different categories of house plants. So you can choose the ones that work best in your own home. Low light indoor plants. Not every home has a sunny atrium or large bay window for plants to soak up the sunshine. And to be honest, the rooms that don't have much sunlight are probably the ones that could use a little more flare anyway. Fortunately, there's a large variety of plants that aren't die-hard sun worshippers. Whether you have a dim corner that's crying out for a little greenery, or you're craving some color in your bedroom, the best low-light indoor plants, many of which are also low-maintenance plants, don't require a lot of time or energy. Low-light indoor plants that thrive in near darkness. Bright indirect light. Dung cane, spider plant, air plant, Kimberly queen fern, monstera. Low bright indirect light, golden pothos, ZZ plant, philodendron, peace lily, prayer plant. Low medium indirect light, Chinese Evergreen, Lucky Bamboo, Snake Plant, Parlor Palm, English Ivy, Low Light, Nerve Plant, Sago Palm, Calathea, Cast Iron Plant, and Lady Palm. Tall indoor plants. Small succulents are delightful additions to your decor, but if you really want to breathe life into your home, grow a collection of tall indoor plants. Tall houseplants can instantly bring a space to life by adding definition and texture to any home decor style, says Lindsay Pangborn, a gardening expert at Bloomscape. Working with limited space, Not a problem. You can still make the most of tall indoor plants. Even just one of them can be a striking visual point for a room, and it can help draw the eye upward, making the room appear larger. Small indoor plants. Just because you don't have a mansion doesn't mean you can't have a lush indoor garden. There are plenty of plants that thrive in smaller spaces, the teensiest of which can look adorable clustered together, like a tiny family on a windowsill or shelf. This is a great option for aloe and other sturdy succulents, as well as leafy beauties like pothos and peace lilies. Keep in mind, however, that the smaller the pot is, the quicker the soil will dry out. It's important to observe how quickly indoor plants dry out when you first bring them home. So you can come up with a smart watering schedule, says Chandra Kumar. Indoor Hanging Plants What makes indoor hanging plants so special? They fill a blank space in a room with a beautiful silhouette, for starters. Other people have different ideas of why they're so appealing. I think it's the naturalness of them, says Chandra Kumar. They create the illusion of a jungle where plants peek out at different heights. They also move the eye upward, opening up the space. A big part of a garden design is vertical lines, says Chandra Kumar when all your plants are low, they can get lost. Having plants on eye level helps us feel at home in the room. Cat-safe plants. We all know that cats are curious creatures, and it can be hard for them to resist the urge to snoop around your houseplants. A lot of cats want to chew on plants, says Chandra Kumar. If you're a plant parent, you shouldn't let them do that. According to the ASPCA, the consumption of any plant material may cause vomiting and gastrointestinal upset for cats. And then, of course, there are the plants that are poisonous to cats. It's important to double check whether an indoor plant is toxic before bringing it into your home. Dog-safe plants. Unfortunately, some of the most popular indoor plants are poisonous to dogs from sturdy snake plants to brightly colored tulips. If you suspect that your pooch has eaten a poisonous plant, consult your vet immediately or call the Animal Poison Control Center at 888-426-4435 for guidance. How to Decorate Your Space with Indoor Plants Plants and flowers are nature's prettiest decor, so why not bring that decorating inspiration inside? Even if you're not an interior designer, plants make it simple to spruce up a room. Bring one home, place it in the right showcase spot, and things instantly look better. And if you decide to grow a collection of them, they can have an impact on a larger area. Plants soften up the interior of a room, says Chandra Kumar, which makes your place feel more homey. How to care for your indoor plants. Plant care is the part of indoor gardening that intimidates new plant owners the most. More often than not, it's fussing over plants rather than ignoring them entirely, that trips up new plant parents. As we used to say in botany school, there's such a thing as loving your plants too much, says Chandra Kumar. Much like people, indoor plants have individual personalities. The amount of water and light a houseplant needs will depend on the type of plant you have. Cactuses need less water than ferns, for example. And flowering plants generally like more light than their non-flowering friends. To keep all your plants generally happy, Chandra Kumar thinks it's important to follow a basic gardener's checklist. If you do these things right, you should wind up with a green thumb, he says. One. Put a plant where it gets at least six hours of sunlight. 2. Deeply soak your plant with water without watering it again until the soil has begun to dry out. 3. Keep a spray bottle on hand to mist the plant, particularly in winter when it's drier inside. Four. Check up on your plant every so often to see if the roots are bound and if it needs a larger pot, as well as to remove dead leaves. Water them just enough. The difference between having a brown thumb and a green thumb is the amount of water you give your plants, says Chandra Kumar. You want a deep soaking but you can't do that too often. If you water too much, that can lead to problems like root rot. And if you water too little, you'll probably end up with a dead plant. To help determine when your plant is ready for another drink, keep an eye on the color of the soil. If you pour in another cup of water when the soil is still dark from the last time you watered it, You are drowning the plant, Chandra Kumar says. Give them the right kind of light. We often get hung up on watering our plants and forget one of the other essential elements of plant growth, exposure to light. Even if you've devised the perfect watering schedule, you'll still end up with a sickly plant if you don't pay attention to this part of the equation. Whether you have a low-light indoor plant like philodendron or a dwarf citrus tree or other indoor fruit tree that loves bright conditions, follow these lighting tips to help your indoor plants grow and flourish. Your guide to indoor plant lighting. Bright light, unobstructed south or southwest facing windows grow cacti and succulents. Bright indirect light, east or west facing windows, spider plants and fiddle leaf figs. Low light, shaded north facing windows, ZZ plants and philodendrons. How to care for popular indoor plants. Snake plant care. Beginners rejoice. Snake plants are incredibly low maintenance plants that can handle a little or even a lot of neglect. While experts say they do best in full sunlight, they do just fine in low light conditions. So you can really put them anywhere. They also don't need to be watered frequently. And in fact, they can go months without a drink leaf fig care. These stunning leafy greens require a bit more care, mainly because they're tropical plants that thrive in warmth and high humidity. They're also a little finicky when it comes to their light preferences. Full sunlight is too much, while low light is too little. Instead, this Goldilocks plant does best in indirect bright sunlight near a south-facing window. Spider Plant Care While not hardcore sun worshippers, spider plants need at least three hours of direct sun in a window. But they're not picky about humidity levels, and if you give them a drink once a week, they'll be happy. These low-maintenance plants make great hanging plants with their draping narrow leaves but they can also do well on a windowsill. They can even create their own babies. So you can have a whole spider plant family in your home if you learn how to transplant them to their own pots. How to treat common houseplant problems. Even the best of indoor gardeners have trouble with a houseplant from time to time. One of the first telltale signs of a problem? The leaves start to turn yellow. You think the plant is dying, so you water it more or cut it back too dramatically. And that's not going to help the situation, says Chandra Kumar. Believe it or not, waiting it out may be a better course of action, particularly if the fussy plant is new to your home. Sometimes we need to allow time for the plant to adapt to a new environment, says Chandra Kumar. If your new plant is dropping leaves or they are turning yellow, it's probably just adjusting to its surroundings. And brown tips on leaves may be a sign that you're not watering your plant enough. Give it a week or two to settle in before taking any drastic action. On the other hand, time doesn't heal all wounds. When it comes to common houseplant pests and root rot, you need to take action fast. Here's what you need to know. Houseplant pests. There's little that's more unwelcome in your home than an insect infestation. Unfortunately, infestations are more common than you might think and can happen when creepy-crawlies hitch a ride on a new plant you bought or even on your clothing. But don't let the thought of them deter you from growing a beautiful indoor garden. Remember, you are bigger than they are. The good news is that although they're a nuisance, most houseplant pests aren't dangerous to humans or pets. They're generally easy and cheap to get rid of. Root rot. Remember the idea that you can love a plant a little too much? Well, root rot is what happens when you show your love with too much water. Caused by fungal or other related disease-causing organisms that enter a plant's roots, these pathogens gain a foothold when plants sit in overly-soaked soils. The accessories your plant needs to thrive. Just like humans, plants look better with accessories. Unlike knickknacks that just sit on your shelf, our potted friends grow and change over time. That means you'll likely need to update or upgrade the pots hangers or stands that you picked up when you first brought your plant home. Or if you just bought a new plant, it may still be in its plastic container and needs a permanent and pretty container to thrive in. And if your love for indoor gardening has now become too infectious not to share, you can spread the green joy with friends and family, with a plant subscription kit Bright Hours on Facing Retirement by Tao Yungming and this is from Greenprints Spring 1990 collectors edition And now I take pleasure in my garden There is a gate but it is rarely opened. I lean on my staff as I wander about or sit down to rest. I raise my head and contemplate the lovely scene. Clouds rise unwillingly from the bottom of the hills. The weary bird seeks its nest again. Shadows vanish. But still I linger around my lonely pine. Home once more. I'll have no friendships to distract me hence. The times are out of joint for me. And what have I to seek from men? In the pure enjoyment of the family circle, I will pass my days cheering my idle hours with lute and book my husbandman will tell me when the springtime is nigh and when there will be work in the furrowed fields thither i will repair by cart or boat through the deep gorge over the dizzy cliff trees bursting merrily into leaf the streamlet swelling from its tiny source Glad is this renewal of life in due season. But for me, I rejoice that my journey is over. Ah, how short a time it is that we are here. Why then not set our hearts at rest, ceasing to trouble whether we remain or go? What boots it to wear out the soul with anxious thoughts? I want not wealth. I want not power. Heaven is beyond my hopes. Then let me stroll through the bright hours as they pass in my garden, among my flowers. Or I will mount the hill and sing my song. Or weave my verse beside the limpid brook. Thus will I work out my allotted span, Content with the appointments of fate, My spirit free from care. Garden Redemption by Teresa Sanford Schmidt And this is from Green Prince, Winter 2022 2023 edition. I wish my brother had lived to become an old man gardener. I wish I could call him up and invite him over so I could press a beer into his hand and show him the tomatoes I have growing in my back garden. He would be surprised to see where I am. My back garden overlooks the East China Sea here in Okinawa where I have been reassigned. Just over the horizon, just right over there, is the Taiwan Strait where the USS Alfred A. Cunningham and my brother patrolled during Vietnam. I wish I could invite him into my classroom where I live stream to the sailors at Yokosuka. I wish I could show him how very, very like him I have become, how chipped and scarred and then glued back together my heart has become, existing simply for its beauty, the beauty of a broken heart. I wish I could tell him how I understand the redemption one finds when feeling so worthless after being discarded by a lover yet again, by going back out and coaxing tomato plants to flower their tiny promising yellow blooms. I wish I could tell him that I understand the jubilation of the taste of the first tomato of the season, that I have finally learned what he did. There is green redemption in a garden. Thirty years is a long time, and I have so much to tell him. Thank you for joining us for Colorado Gardener. My name is Christy McGowan. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.